Today is Wednesday, March 18th, and I'm talking about how not to be a total asshole in the middle of a global crisis. This is going to be an unscripted episode. I'm going to be talking off the top of my head, so there's going to be a little meandering, a little less organization than usual, and there's going to be some verbal fillers, some ums and uhs, and a little bit of repeating myself. But I wanted to get this out, and I really just didn't want to worry about scripting it. So, by now, you've probably noticed that we are facing a global pandemic, and it is affecting the way that all of us are having to live our lives. It's very scary and nerve-wracking for a lot of people, and the the really most important thing to remember is to keep yourself safe and to keep yourself mentally and physically healthy. So do self-care, do things that help keep you in a positive state of mind to the point that you're able when you are feeling isolated, lonely, and anxious. I am feeling extremely anxious uh, in this whole thing. Although my anxiety has been going down a little bit every day as I try and get into a new routine and I try to adapt to a new normal. The other really important thing to remember in this whole thing is that this too shall pass. It sounds trite, but it's really easy to forget that. And that's what makes that saying not trite. It's, it's so easy to get caught up in the feelings of the present moment and to forget that in a few weeks to at most a couple months, things are not going to be this bad. We're not going to be isolating. We are. Uh, things are going to reopen. Some things are going to change forever, and hopefully not a whole lot. But some things are going to change forever. But for the most part, things are going to start going back to something recognizable. And it's going to start happening in a couple weeks to at most a couple months. Coronaviruses really like cool, dry temperatures, cool, dry weather. So we know that this virus is not going to be spreading as quickly between people once things start warming up and getting more humid. So keep in mind that this virus has a cycle and it is going to be just naturally going through a cycle of going to sleep mostly once we get to summer. Now, we may not have a vaccine for it by next year, and we may have to worry about this again next winter. But for now, know that the the state of emergency we're all in is not going to be lasting for forever. So keep that in mind. Now, with all of this in mind, How can you not be a total asshole in the middle of this global crisis? 
Well, the first thing, even though you need to put your own health and your own mental health first, is don't make this about you. Those are two different things. Especially if you are healthy right now, this is this whole thing is not an attack on you and your friends. So please do not start behaving like that. This is not about you. Get your ego in check. Get your vanity in check. And think big. Think globally. Think about your entire community. Now, if you're listening to this and you are young and healthy, the chances that you are going to uh, experience any sort of permanent harm due to coronavirus is almost nil. Even if you get it and even if it makes you really sick, your recovery prospects are extremely high. It might be an expensive hospital stay, but for the the most part, if you're if you have insurance and you're young and healthy, uh, you are going to come out of this fine. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be a vector of disease. And not everybody is young or healthy. This disease has shown to affect the elderly and the aging way disproportionately in terms of its deadliness, in terms of its severity. It also is a huge danger for the immunocompromised. These are people with all sorts of reasons that they're immunocompromised. They might um, have an uh, immune system disease like HIV. They might be uh, they might be in cancer treatment. Um, they might be taking uh, other sorts of treatments that are lowering their immune response. So there are lots of people around you that if they get this virus, they will not fare as well as you. They may actually die. So it's important to know that even if you are confident about your chances at faring well about this disease, if this disease attaches itself to you, the chances are you are going to pass it on to at least two people. Because the r naught of this disease is somewhere between 2 and 2.5. So you are going to pass it on to about two people. Because you are uh, contagious during the incubation period. Not during the whole thing, but at, at least for a few days during the, the period before you start showing some symptoms. Um, you are able to spread this disease. So you are going to give it to two to two and a half people, and that half just means that if you and a friend get it, you'll be giving it to four to five people. Um, and uh, the chances of you spreading it to 
somebody who could die because they get it are just too great for you to be taking chances just because you think you'll fare well. You do have a responsibility to the people around you, to the herd, to the community, to mitigate the risk that you are imposing on the rest of the community. So please do your best to stay healthy and not take chances you don't have to take. This sucks for a lot of us. A lot of the the measures being taken in order to protect the vulnerable of our community suck in a lot of ways, not just mentally, but economically. They suck. But the chances of economically recovering from this uh, uh, on a person-to-person basis are probably better than the, the chances of somebody who is a little old and immuno, immunocompromised being able to recover from this. I mean, you don't recover from death. So keep that in mind. It's really important right now that we heed the health advice that we are being given by the scientists and doctors who know what the fuck they're talking about and thinking about. And um, and not try to buy into conspiracy theories, not try to make up our own rules and do what we want because we're mad. Um, if you are mad at the health officials that are imposing these safeguards that are going to keep people alive, that is misdirected hostility. They are not, again, you're taking, if you, if you are one of th- these people doing this, you are taking personally something that is not personal. That said, it's upsetting to have to deal with a crisis like this on this level, which with such unprecedented um, um, precautions being taken and, and, and such unprecedented levels of change happening at once. And you are allowed to feel upset about it and you are allowed to feel anxious about it and you are allowed to have these feelings. Those are legit feelings. But where are you directing those feelings? Are you directing them at the healthcare establishment and the government officials that are trying to keep people alive? Or if, if you are upset because of the economic impact this is going to have on you and people that you know, which is all of the hourly workers around this country, uh, are you upset because of that? If you're upset because of that, that is not the fault of the people that are trying to do their best to keep people alive. That is the fault of a system that does not protect its service 
and entertainment workers the way that it should. That does not provide a safety net so that when an emergency like this happens, we're not all fucked. Now, I am fortunate to have a day job. The day job does not cover all my bills, so I also have a night job. But having a day job means I'm going to be able to pay my rent no matter what. Unless the school shuts down completely, I'm going to be able, and and even then, I'm sure they're going to be paying out to us until, until everything folds. But I am going to be able to pay my rent no matter what. But I'm not going to be able to pay all my bills. That's why I have a second job. I am an hourly worker being affected by this. But I have friends who 100% of their income comes from hourly work. Service workers are being screwed by this really badly. And it is not their fault. It is not the fault of service workers that this is happening and it is impacting them economically. But it is also not the fault of the healthcare officials and the government officials taking the necessary precautions to keep people alive. That's what society should be doing. And what society should be doing for those people who are elderly and who are immunocompromised, they should also be doing for all our service workers. We need to keep people alive and we need to keep people safe. So we need to change the underlying structures of society so that the next terrorist attack that happens, the next climate disaster that happens, or the next pandemic that happens does not threaten to make people homeless. We need a social safety net that covers people well and that protects us from these disasters. Otherwise, what's the point in even having a society? We need to enforce paid family and medical leave for every worker. Even if they're hourly and part-time, they should be able to get paid for a certain amount of sick leave or a certain amount of time that a disaster like this hits, they should be able to still be able to get their income. We should not have a private insurance system. Healthcare is life. It should not be something commodified. Our healthcare should be free and it should be provided to everybody and it should be provided by everybody. We need to protect each other. These measures that we are putting into place to protect the elderly and the immunocompromised, they are good measures and they come from a good place. And that's how we should be thinking about Every single human being in this country. 
the way we feel about protecting our elderly from this coronavirus is how we should feel about protecting every single citizen from the ways that they can get sick or hurt, including mentally. Mental health should be free too. Mental health care needs to be paid for by all of us, for all of us. We need some sort of guaranteed income for people when something like this happens or build in some protection for people when something like this happens so that they can continue to get income even when their job is unable to provide it for them. Universal basic income, the jury's still out on it. There have been mixed results uh, in jurisdictions that have tried it. Some have seen some good things. Some have seen some crappy things. But I do think it's worth a shot at starting to experiment with ways that we can provide something like universal basic income in certain places and use the cities and the states as laboratories to find something that works so that when we face the next terrorist attack, when we face the next climate disaster, and when we face the next pandemic, and all three of those things are going to be happening, and they're going to be happening multiple times for the rest of our lives. When we face those things, we have a way to provide people with what they need, regardless of what happens. We need to make sure that people aren't going bankrupt because there's a pandemic going on and they're not sick, but changes have to be made. We can't let our hourly workers become the casualty of this pandemic or the next terrorist attack or the next climate disaster. No one should be the casualties of these things. We should try to mitigate the harm from these things as much as possible. And that's by having proactive measures in place and having social structures in place that anticipate that not everything is going to go right all the time. And we as a society don't think that people should be rendered bankrupt and homeless just because the unexpected happened. Because the unexpected could happen to any of us at any time. So we need to look out for each other. So, please be following those orders that are being um, put forth, though. If, the, if it's don't go to a restaurant and eat, don't go to a restaurant and eat. Order takeout or cook at home. If there's restrictions placed on how much Purell you can buy, just buy that much Purell. Don't be an asshole. Think about other people and don't make it personal. All about you. It's not punk rock to act out 
and defy doctors and kill grandma. That's not that's not fucking metal. That's not fucking punk rock. That's fucking asshole. So The last thing I want to leave you with, though, there are a lot of people stepping up in a lot of ways during this pandemic, at least around me in D.C. I don't know about where you live, but there's a a lot of things that are giving me hope about the human race as I look around me during this pandemic. There are a lot of people that are generously giving to these hourly workers who are losing their income, most of which are losing 100% of their income. There are a lot of people that are generously sharing the resources they have, that are sharing food, sharing money, sharing cleaning products, sharing advice, sharing anything they're able to share with one another. I'm also seeing a lot of people who are perfectly young and healthy complying with these orders and encouraging other people to comply with these things because it's the right thing to do for the people who might die if they get this disease not because they're worried about getting the coronavirus themselves. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm young and healthy. I'm not that young. But the chances of coronavirus killing me are real low. So I, you know, I'm not worried about getting the virus myself. But I know a lot of immunocompromised people that I am worried about getting the virus. I don't want to be the one to spread it to them. I don't want anyone to spread it to them. And we still have to, even if we're sheltering in place, go out and buy stuff at the grocery store. So there's always going to be a chance of communicating this virus to someone else if we catch it. So by not congregating and and not defying these orders to to, um, stay away from other people as much as possible, we mitigate that risk even more. So there's fewer and fewer people that are going to be walking into those grocery stores with the virus. And with the capability to pass it on to somebody who is immunocompromised. And there are so many people who are, who are selflessly pushing that message and helping other people understand that. There are people out in public looking out for other people. Strangers are being kind to one another in, 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 at levels I haven't seen in a long time. It really gives me a lot of hope that the human race is not all that nasty. We all have a little bit of good in us. 
Every single one of us has good in us. And it's times like these that we can see that good come out of everyone. It's really important to look for and see that and recognize that because that can help us, that can give us, um, that can remind us what's good, that can, that can give us a little bit of optimism in this kind of very stressful time. It gives us something good to think about and get our minds off of the negative. And so focus on that. Spread, don't spread the virus, spread the joy of seeing somebody go out of their way for someone else to make sure that they're safe and healthy. Share that. Share and spread the resources that you don't need with somebody who does need them. Spread that. Don't spread conspiracy theories or hostility about the rules being put in place to protect people. Spread your creativity and your art with people for free, virtually, to help reduce the isolation that they're, that they're feeling. If you have a talent, share it on Facebook Live. Share it on YouTube so that we all have something to keep us company as we're isolating. And call and text people as much as you can. Anyone you can think of that lives alone or might be isolated, has uh, anxiety issues, has a history of depression, has mental health issues, people you love and know, keep in contact with them. Because this isolation is really, really, really difficult for those of us with mental health issues. And so having knowing that someone else is thinking about you, knowing that someone else is thinking about me and unprompted reaches out to me, it really picks me up and helps me get through this this day and lowers my anxiety and and makes this all a lot more bearable. So um just be good to one another. Love one another. And we're all in this together. 